All right, there we go. What's going on, everybody? Go ahead, man. What's up? Welcome in to episode six of the Dynasty Football Dominators podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrew. Joining me, as always, is... What up, what up? Going, Jake? Doing all right, man. Just fought through some fucking traffic. Glad I'm home. That's gross. That's gross. And joining us, our first guest... Andrew, I can't pronounce your last name. You can pronounce it for us. <laughs> Chittenden. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna get that right. <laughs> Andy C. Andy C. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew. Um. Well, I'm probably the youngest person in any league I play in. Uh, I'm only 19, from Michigan, which is way better than Ooh. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Uh. Spend way too much time on dynasty football. <laughs> that's a that's a good quick summary. Um, we got a great show for you guys tonight. We got a quick question. We got some news. We're gonna dive a little bit into our our rankings. Uh, I think we're gonna do like the top five each position. Then if we have time at the end, we're gonna go. We're gonna give y'all some hot takes. So let's not waste any more time. Um, we got a Twitter question the other night. It is the question is okay, half point PPR, 0.25 per carry, straight up, or which side would need to add what? Okay, we got one side Melvin Gordon, the other side Leonard Fournette. Whew. I didn't know we were yeah, doing I'm, this on the show tonight, man. I'm I'm just gonna go into it. I mean, we they they tweeted us, so we're gonna we're gonna keep the people happy. What do you think, Jake? Well, you know how I feel. I'm taking Leonard, and whoever's got Melvin's got to add. Um, because I don't know how long Melvin's going to have that job. Uh, I think Eckler's going to take some work this year, and it honestly wouldn't surprise me if they drafted another back. Um, meanwhile, I'm pretty confident in Fournette being a focal point for at least the next couple years. Um, I like Fournette, man. I like his uh, his, his floor. He's going to get the volume, and uh, I'm more confident in him moving forward. So uh, I would make the Melvin side add. See, I'm firmly on the Melvin side. Um, I'm, as you know, I'm not a big Fournette guy. The injury history really scares me. Um, Melvin Gordon's one of the most disrespected dynasty running backs, in my opinion. I mean, he's had two thousand yard rushing straight. Well, one was nine ninety seven, but I'm gonna give him that extra three yards just for going to Wisconsin. But <laughs> I mean, Anthony Lynn said last year that he's his perfect running back. Anthony Lynn's a former running back coach. So last year really proved it to me. If he performed last year with Anthony Lynn, I think that he could have been good, that he's going to be good for the foreseeable future. And he was the RB5 last year in PPR formats. So I love Melvin Gordon. So we got one-on-one. Where are you at, Andrew? Oh, I'm definitely on the Melvin Gordon side as well. Although just knowing how highly people value Fournette, if I was selling Fournette for Gordon – I'd probably still ask for extra just because Absolutely. I know everybody loves Fournette. So I'd probably ask for like a second with Gordon to sell Fournette. But in reality, if they were like, nah, screw you, I'd just swap them. That's what I was thinking. You could probably get a mid-second easy, um, probably a late second for sure. So is that something that you – what if I offered you the 205 and Melvin Gordon for Leonard Fournette? Would you take that, Jake? Yeah, I would take it just because there's there's good value there. Um, obviously, it's hard for me to put my bias aside, but I think what y'all are saying is right. The perceived value is just in the community is Fournette over Gordon. 
just for me personally, I think we've seen the best seasons that Melvin Gordon's going to have. That's how I feel. I don't think we've seen the best of Fournette yet. So that's kind of where I'm at. But honestly, man, you really can't go wrong. This is two high-quality running backs, and it's probably going to be a different opinion regardless, you know, based on who you talk to. Somebody's going to feel a different you. way. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. I just thought it was a pretty interesting question. It's a good one. Um, considering that we're going to do our rankings, a little bit of our rankings tonight. So let's dive into some news. Um, news last night was Terrell Pryor going to the New York Jets. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not Seattle, is it? It's not Seattle, no. man. I mean, I think it could have been worse, but I'm with you. Like, it's not great. I don't really know what the Jets are, are trying to do. Some more exciting news is Alan Hearns to the Dallas Cowboys for a two-year deal that's worth up to $12 million. I think that was pretty interesting, man. Uh, I kind of like that. I think he's better than Terrence Williams, and they definitely needed somebody. And I think it kind of helps Dez to have another another guy like that that's a little bit more reliable than fucking Terrence Williams is. Yeah, he's a field stretcher that I think that they really needed. I think that helps the entire offense. I actually said last night, I, I went in a couple of leagues and was going to try and buy Alan Hearns because he was relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. And I actually own a lot of Alan Hearns. So I found that out, but so I'm pretty excited that he went to Dallas now. What do you think, Andrew? Um, I think Dallas is a good spot for him. I would have loved to flip flop those positions. I think Hearns on the Jets and Pryor on the on Dallas is better total yeah. value. I mean, I think Pryor on Dallas would have been a great spot, but I don't think it's a bad spot for Hearns. I think he definitely helps Des and himself there. For sure, I like that. So, the next news, we got two quarterback news real quick. We got Osweiler to Miami. Does anyone have anything to say about Osweiler? (laughs) He's got game experience, and, you know, Tannehill's got a questionable knee, so I think it's just a depth piece. They'll probably draft somebody. Yeah, if I own Tannehill, I'm going to go pick up Osweiler. But other than that... That's about all I have to say about Osweiler. He's bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you have Tannehill, too. So, the last quarterback news, this is exciting, guys. Comeback season. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh-huh. Yes. Everyone wants him to go to our teams. Are we all three Johnny Menzel lovers here? Uh, I have a signed Menzel jersey about 10 feet from me. So, yes. Oh, I love Johnny Menzel. I watched Johnny Manziel play for the Browns, so I, I've actually seen him in person. It was it was pretty magical. I think I'm a better person because <laughs> of it. So, <laughs> so, anyways, we're gonna get into the rankings here real quick. Um, before we dive into the rankings, you want to take a break real quick, Jake? Yeah, we'll take a quick break uh, just so the software doesn't cut us off. We'll be right back, guys. Sounds good. We are back, and I still have the WVU game paused because I don't want to know what's happening over recording. So, if you see any updates, then I actually know exactly. What no, don't so. don't tell me. Don't tell I've me. I've been watching it. Don't. Can tell you hear me, me now? Yeah. Hey-o. We are back. Let's get this show back on the road. If you Holy all crap. Only... much problems we just had off the fucking rails. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Let's get into the rankings, okay? So, we're going to start with quarterbacks, and we're going to let the guests go first. So, do you guys just want to do, like, one quarterback at a time, 
or do you want Andrew to give his top five quarterbacks? How about he just gives us his number one, and then we just talk about where we have that guy and just kind of go from there. Perfect. Andrew, you're up. Who you got number one? All right, my number one dynasty quarterback right now is Carson Wentz. Ooh. Might be hot, but mm, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's that hot, man. I think yeah, that I might be the consensus. At, yeah, I have him at number three. Me too. So that's I like Carson Wentz, even coming off the injury. I mean, dude is a stud, obviously. And that offense is gonna be good for a while. Anytime you get a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal that, you know, blows up like that, that team's going to be good for the next five or six years. I mean, you've seen it with Russell Wilson. Um, here recently we've seen it with Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. But I think that's the key to winning. Honestly, I think that's the key to winning Super Bowls, oh, if we're being honest. That's how you build a team when you got that cheaper quarterback. Because once you have to pay the quarterback, the team suffers. Yep. Look at the Seahawks now. Yep. Know? So, uh, it's easy to see why you would put Wentz one, man. He should have been the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. Team is awesome. Coaching staff is puts him in positions to succeed. So, definitely don't blame you for having Wentz at one. One of the underrated parts of that offense is how good their offensive line is. Very true. Mm-hmm. I feel like people gloss over that, but their offensive line is one of the best. Absolutely. Who you got at number two, man? Russell Wilson. All right, that's my number one. That is my number two, but I love him. Is Rogers one? Rogers is one for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best so quarterback think, I've seen, man. But I love Russell Wilson. I think the top three are. Do you have Rogers at number three, Andrew? <laughs> nope. You're. <laughs> So your hate, but he's a Lions fan, everyone. So he has <laughs> hey, I get way, it. I get it. way too much bias. So I mean, it's it's fine. I did it's put Rodgers at four. I left him in the top okay. five. So the consensus, I mean, that's the top three. Anywhere, however you want to shake it up and pour it out. Agreed. You can't really go wrong with Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, or Carson Wentz, as far as I'm concerned. It just really depends on you know who you like more. So. I've noticed, like, based on draft position and a couple of super flexes, I've been, like, at the like the tail end of that first round, and I've been, like, double stacking Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams a lot. So, I mean, that's, it's fantastic. that's, a, pretty, that's a pretty nice stack there for me. It's an easy stack because, like, Aaron Rodgers is usually available at the 109, and then Devontae Adams is usually available coming back through in that, like, the 203 or whatever. So, I really like that. So you have who you have at number three then, Andrew? Deshaun Watson. That's why I have at four. That's my number four also. Okay, so that's everyone's number four. So I'll go ADP now. So one through four. Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's pretty much cut and dry. Not a lot to say there. This is where I'm intrigued. So who do you have at number five, Andrew? So this is actually perfect because my rankings are done in tiers, and my first quarterback tier is five guys. So my last elite dynasty quarterback is Jared Goff. Yes, you just we just became best friends. <laughs> yeah, I like Jared Goff, man. He's uh, is he your number five? He's not at number five for me. I got a hot take at number five, actually. Oh, I like it. My number five is Andrew Luck. Ooh. Okay. Because I don't, okay. I don't think he's hurt. I mean, obviously he's been hurt, but I think he's going to come back this season and. It's not going to take very long for people to remember how good at football Andrew Luck is. So I'm very confident with him at number five. But I like golf. I think I got him around seven. 
I got Cam See, ahead that, of golf, actually. Don't hate on Andrew's me. Andrew is my seven. Um, so I'm, where is, where's Andrew Luck for you, Andrew? <laughs> oh, he's at 12. Oh, jeez, man. I don't, you don't really think you, that injury is. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a hot and cold goal. type of thing. You know what I mean? You're either in on him or you're not. So Cam Newton is the ADP number five, which obviously. But I really like Jared Goff more than Cam Newton. I think we've had this debate before, Jake. I think Jared Goff is just overall a better quarterback. I mean, just looking at the numbers, he had 500 more passing yards. He had six more touchdowns and like 10 less interceptions. And I know the de facto is Cam Newton is just an absolute man child and he can run the ball like no other quarterback. But when we're talking dynasty, like that just, that scares me. Like whenever he's running that much, I mean, yeah, it's going to be good probably for the next, you know, two, three years. But I mean, one, he's one hit, one hit away from being done. And like, how long is that going to hold up? You have any concerns with that? That's a legitimate concern, but I, I have faith in Cam. I've seen enough out of him that I feel like he can develop into a passer as he gets older, um, and he's got a rocket arm. And you mentioned all that stuff about Jared Goff and the passing stats being better, which is true, but you mentioned it, but I have to go back to it. The running is not going to completely go away unless there is a catastrophic in- injury. Like, I expect Cam to be successful as he moves forward, continuing to run the ball, even if he slows down just because he seems pretty smart about it. He usually takes bad hits in the pocket more so than when he's running, just from getting blindsided from his shitty offensive line. So if they give him any receivers at all, he hasn't had any receivers yet. He's been a fantasy monster for years. Hopefully they get him some help in there, and I got faith in Cam. But I like Jared Goff. I mean, he's right there for me. He's, He's a seven. It's a tight group. So maybe maybe a hot take, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think we've ever spoken on this guy. But I think that, speaking of the Rams, that Josh Reynolds is going to step into that Sammy Watkins role perfectly. I I mean, Sammy Watkins didn't blow you away with numbers last year. I think Josh Reynolds is going to post pretty similar numbers. What do you guys think about that? He's going to have the chance to. I think uh, Sammy could have done a lot more last year. They just didn't use him. But, um. I don't know. There's a lot of competition for targets out there with, with Cup in his second year, and Robert Woods was, was awesome. Gerald Everett was Sean McVay's first draft pick, and then Todd Gurley's going to get close to 100 targets probably. So he's going to have his chance, so he will be on the field. I think he is their wide receiver three for sure. Absolutely. Let's move it along to tight ends. So let's go. We're going – are we going full PPR? Yeah, that's what I did mine on. That's what I did mine on as well. So let's go full PPR dynasty. Andrew, we'll we'll let you we'll let you be the you're the guest. So go ahead, give us your number one. All right, my number one, and this changed a lot since the first time I did my rankings. I have Travis Kelsey at number one right now. Yep. Me too. As do I. Was Gronk your number one like four or five months ago? Gronk was my number one on the original set of rankings I did. Yep. Same with me. I also moved Travis Kelsey up. ADP will agree with us. I don't think there's really a whole lot to argue there. So let's go on to who's your number two. Number two, and I might be biased because of how much I loved having him on my fantasy team last year. My number two is Evan Ingram. I'm right there with you, man. I thought I thought this was going to be where I differed from you guys. But, yeah, I have Evan Ingram as my number two as well. 
he's actually in the number three um, ADP wise. But I mean, this dude. I mean, he had a ton of drops. I'll admit that, but I think he's just going to get better. We haven't seen another rookie tight end like this. I mean, since Gronk, like he's going to be good. He's going to be really good. He's a great safety blanket for Eli or whoever's throwing him the ball there and. In New York. What do you think about that, Jake? Where do you have Evan Ingram? I got him at three, and I like him, but I want to ask y'all a question. Are y'all worried about the fact that Odell wasn't there and that Sterling Shepard missed half the season, and that might be why Evan Ingram got so many targets? And you mentioned that he was pretty inefficient with them. Like, are you worried about, with the dip in volume, what's going to happen to his fantasy finish? Absolutely. I mean, I will give it to you that last year, he's probably gonna, he's probably not going to have that great of a year. But the only other guy that I considered putting above Evan Ingram was Zach Ertz. That's my and number Zach two. Ertz, but his touchdown numbers were just so high last year. I think he's also going to decline in, in touchdowns this year. So I think that kind of evens it out. So I'm just going to go with the younger guy there, honestly. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you. I got him at three. there, And it was pretty tough for me, honestly, between those two. But that was just a general question because I haven't heard it really asked a lot. Yeah, I think that's definitely – he's not going to get as many targets, obviously. What do you think, Andrew? Um, well, I mean, I just went and pulled up the game log. The three, Odell played three games last year, correct? Sounds right. So even in those three games that Odell was playing, Shepard was playing, I believe Marshall was still playing too, he had – what is that? My math's not great. 19 targets and 13 catches, 40-plus yards every game and a touchdown. So he so was more nuts. more efficient with him on the field then. That's that's not that surprising, but uh, it's good to hear for Evan Ingram lovers. More reliable yeah, with them on the field, I think. Exactly. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a part of that offense no matter what. I mean, oh, they, yeah, for sure. They got a really big draft capital spent on him. So is Ertz your number three, Andrew? Um, uh, No, I put Gronk Ooh, at three take. still. Oh, that's that's fine. Gronk's my four. Yeah, that's my four also. You know, we all know so, about Gronk. We, you know, there's not that much to say about Gronk. He is what he is. He's a monster. But he's probably only playing one or two more years, so that's why I got him a little bit lower. As do I. As do I. Honestly, like, I think Andrew said it on another pod. Like, I feel like him and Brady and Belichick are just kind of all yeah right away into the sunset together. And when that will be, I mean, if they win the Super Bowl this year, it might be after this year. I think it so, would have been this year if Nick Foles didn't spoil it for him. As do I. As do I. So that just kind of that kind of turns me away from Gronk, you know, dynasty-wise. So ADP, it goes. By the way, ADP, I pulled this from DynastyLeagueFootball.com. Um, I'm sure you guys follow Ryan McDowell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of the – he's done a lot of dynasty mock drafts, and that's where this data is all from. So ADP had it. Kelsey, Gronk, Ingram, Ertz. Number five. Who you got? All right. Number five for me, it's between two guys. It's either David Njoku or Hunter Henry. Um, if he was still on the Lions, I might throw Ebron in here. But <laughs> Besides the Ebron comment, like, we're right on. <laughs> yeah. We're right I, on. I put Njoku just ahead of Henry just because Hell I like yeah. that Browns offense more than the Chargers. And Gates isn't gone yet, and Rivers will be gone soon too. Yeah, this so. is very true. I love both Hunter Henry and David Njoku. They're 5A, 5B for me as well. I don't think you can really go wrong with either one of them. I look back to last year and Dynasty Startups, and Hunter Henry was getting so much love. 
and he's fallen a lot since then. So I'm really comfortable with taking Hunter Henry at, at this price. Yeah, my number five is Njoku, and I actually thought that was I was going to be alone. So I feel a little bit better to hear Andrew say that, but I love David Njoku, man. I feel like he is about to make a ginormous leap this year, and people who might not know about him are going to find out quickly. He, I think he's Travis Kelsey. He's that type of player. He's a dominant tight end, and now you got Jarvis and Josh Gordon and whoever the fuck else. The Browns are awesome. He's going to be awesome. <laughs> And Tyrod makes tight ends good. You know, he, he made Charles Clay a thing, and Charles Clay is an average-level tight end. So, Njoku is not average. He should be great. Totally agree with that. Let's move it on along to the running backs. So, I feel like this first guy is going to be pretty easy. Who you got, Andrew? Oh, you guys aren't going to like my running back rankings. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> running back one, I've got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I don't hate it. There's nothing wrong with that, man, at all. Yeah, that's fine. I think I am really influenced by Le'Veon went to Michigan State. And you probably are. That he plays for the Steelers. I like the Steelers. A lot of people don't like the Steelers, but I like them. I love the Steelers. But, yeah, so Le'Veon's my one. And, I mean, he catches a lot of passes, and he's been doing it consistently. I mean, I don't have his touches numbers in front of me, but he consistently has, I'm sure, 350 touches every year. Yeah. More than sure. that, even. Yeah, I think he's the best running back in football. I didn't rank him number one in Dynasty, but as far as just a football player, I think he is the best running back. I got Gurley one, though. I feel like that's pretty chalk. Yeah, I have Gurley one as well. Um, really, the deciding factor for me is in Dynasty's age. Gurley's three years younger. I mean, you might as well figure that in. He's going to play two or three years longer. So. Yeah, that's all it is. And the contract situation as well with Le'Veon Bell. Like, say he gets tagged by the Steelers this year. Man, you don't know where he's going to end up next year. I mean, that whole Steelers team could fall apart next year. And he could be in a really, really bad situation. So that kind of made it a little easier for me to put Gurley at, at number one as well. Who's your number two, Andrew? All right. Well, this one might not be the most popular choice either. I still have David Johnson at two now. Ooh. He's not even in my top five. He's not in my top five either. I thought that was going to be hot. Yeah, he's not in my top five either. So tell us, convince us on David Johnson. I mean, same thing with Le'Veon Bell, except in a worse situation. So he's guaranteed all of those touches. I mean, the only guy in that whole offense taking touches away from him is Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, he runs the ball. He catches the ball. So you look at that as a good thing and not a bad thing, like, don't you think that all the NFL defenses are going to know that they're going to give him the ball, stack the box? Nah, I think he's good enough. I got you. I mean, he's he's getting up there. He's actually 26 as well. So, another thing. I don't want to pay too much in the age, but whenever I look at the running backs, I pay a lot more attention to age because I feel like the average lifespan of a running back in the NFL isn't nearly – as long as any of the other positions. So that's really one of my deciding factors whenever it comes to ranking my running backs. And I actually have David Johnson down at, at number six. Yeah, I do too. But mm-hmm. I, I like the player. It's just it's just the situation he's in. Actually, you make a really good argument, though, that he's guaranteed to get the touches because their team's so bad. But I just – that's enough for me to knock him down slightly. Um, but, I mean, he's obviously a great player. He's He could get 100 catches. That, he's that type, that type of running back. But – um. I don't know, man. The running backs are just really good right now. All these young guys are. It's hard to. It's hard to rank them. Oh, for sure. But I mean, just going back to 2016, 
I mean, he had good games with Drew Stanton at quarterback. True. Very I mean, true. I'm not 100% positive Stanton started this game, but I'm pretty sure at the end of 2016, Stanton was starting for Arizona, and they beat Seattle. David Johnson had 28 for 95 and three touchdowns, four catches for 41. Yeah, he's a hell of a player, man. I got uh, Zika, too. Yeah, I have Zika, too, as well. So where are we where are we at with you, Andrew? Three, I finally put Gurley on there. You finally put Gurley on there. All right, yep. I got Levitt. I got Levitt three. Yeah, uh, Lev is also my three. Man, we just copied each other's rankings. So you got it four, Andrew. Four is where I put Zeke. I'm not a huge fan of Zeke. Uh, went to Ohio State. Already didn't like him. He's got off the field issues. Uh, yeah. And he plays for the Cowboys, and I hate the Cowboys. So, really, just a whole hate, <laughs> like a Such hate a, smoothie. That's fine. I mean, I mean, at least you're honest. At least you didn't come try to come up with some, you know, bullshit reason why you don't like Zeke. Convince I mean, Zeke's it's bad. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm fine with people. Like, someone last year told me that they weren't gonna have any shares of Joe Mixon because of his off the field problems. I'm fine with that. Like, if you don't like fancy football, is supposed to be fun. Why take a guy that you absolutely can't stand? Like, that's not fun for you. Then you watch him, you know, tear it up like Zeke's going to this year, and you just hate yourself even more because he's on your fantasy team. So that's that's fine with me. That's a good reasoning. Yeah, I told someone I'd rather lose with the guy I like, like Le'Veon, than exactly. win with Zeke. Hey, that, that makes perfect sense. That's a pretty good rule to live by. I've got – I actually have – Saquon Barkley as my number four overall dynasty running back. I got him at five, so I don't hate it. So, I mean, like, I put him there, and I was like, what am I doing? And I was like, nah, I love Saquon. Like, I've been saying I love Saquon all year, and, and I just looked at it like this. Like, my number five running back is Alvin Kamara, and I was like, I would not trade the 101 straight up for Alvin Kamara. So, I like Saquon more. Who you have at number five, Andrew? I have Kamara there. Yeah. How about you, Jake? He's Kamara my, as well. Kamara's my four. Saquon's my five. Saquon, I look at Saquon like we look at David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. You know that those type of players that can give you fifteen hundred yards and eighty catches. He's that type of guy. I think he's pretty much situation proof too. So you guys have Saquon at four and five, right? Yep. We got him at eight. Got him. At- who who else? Who's your six and seven? Melvin Gordon's my six. Christian McCaffrey's my seven. Ooh. I don't hate McCaffrey. I made my Melvin Gordon feelings clear, but <laughs> I like McCaffrey though. Yeah, I love Melvin Ooh. Gordon. So that is that's some deep love. You love Melvin Gordon more than I do. So oh yeah, I really like Melvin Gordon. <laughs> congratulations on that. I thought I had him high at, at number nine, but. Hey, that's fine. I mean, I know you saw what Melvin Gordon did, Andrew, in college. Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, he broke the single-game rushing record in three quarters. Yeah, he – that dude is a beast. Like, you should not question anything that Melvin Gordon can do. So, I mean, I I don't hate it. I'm just kind of concerned with the whole Chargers offense, kind of like Jake said. So, that's kind of why I have him a a little lower. I'll go with the young bloods ahead of him whenever it it comes to – the dynasty so let's move on to our wide receivers this is our the last rankings um actually no the running backs the adp where i forget 
Number one is Gurley. Number two is Zeke. So, and number three is Bell. So I just kind of went straight chalk one, two, three as well. Number four is David Johnson. And number five is Saquon Barkley. So Shit. Saquon Saquon is getting drafted as the fifth overall dynasty running back. So that made me not feel as as stupid or is as... Kamara next on that list? Yeah, Kamara's at number six. Okay. So so let's move on to our wide receivers. Who you got number one, Andrew? Um, well, this a week ago it would have been Odell, but today it's Nuke after all that video and he's not a video of Odell getting punched in a club too. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like, he just seems super immature to me. Yeah, his off the field concerns me. That's why I'm. I've got Nuke there now. Yeah, I've got Hopkins at number one as well. And if I had a guess, I would say Jake has Hopkins at number one too. Uh, Hopkins is my overall one hundred one, so he's absolutely yeah. number one for me. And uh, just to, by the way, that uh, where Odell got punched in the club wasn't him. I thought it was too. There was some other random dude that's like an Odell lookalike, but the, the first <laughs> gotcha. video is bad enough. And this dude's had off the field problems since LSU. They weren't really documented, you know, on ESPN and shit like that. But this dude was getting in bar fights every other weekend. So that's part of why I have I have him at three. Um, I have Antonio Brown still at number two. That the off the field with Odell scares me more than anybody, honestly, as much as Josh Gordon. He's just yeah, he's he's fucked up in the head, man. I don't know what's up with that guy. Yeah, I mean he's like punching, you know, kicking nets on the sideline. Like, I I really don't understand what he's just. I think he's just a diva. Like, I think he's just he, literally he's, just he's full the of modern Terrell Owens or you yes. know Ocho Cinco. He's that guy. He's... He is. He is. And I mean, I mean, there's a point where you need to stop. Like, it's okay. Like. I look at Randy Moss, like he's probably my favorite wide receiver of all time and he was super flashy, but he knew he knew when to stop. Like he's still a good guy off the field. Like Odell, I feel like he just doesn't know when when to call it quits. He just keeps going and no chill. Just, that, yeah, exactly. No chill. So who you got at, at number two, Andrew? Two I've got Odell. As as do I, and then Jake has has Antonio Brown at number two, which man, I can't I can't argue with that. Especially as a as a Steelers fan, I love Antonio Brown. And do you have Antonio Brown at number three, Andrew? Yeah, but especially after hearing Jake talk about it, I'm really close to moving Brown up to two. I love Antonio Brown. He went to CMU. Um, that's the school I'm going to go to maybe next year. Who knows? But so I already loved him going into the league. I love seeing his success in the league. And yeah. That's all I really have to say about Antonio Brown. Everyone knows what he is. Yeah, he's going to go down as one of the greatest receivers of all time. Um, even though he's a little older than the than Nuke or OBJ, I'm I'm still fine with. I mean, wide receivers' longevity are Dude. so much longer than he. He's that guy. He like could, he can play like Fitz. How old is Fitz? Thirty six. Fifty seven. Yeah, like Antonio <laughs> Brown can do that because he's such a technical route runner. Like he's so good. I think he can play for years, and even without Big Ben. Exactly. Like he's, like you said, he doesn't need. He's not the fastest guy. Four he's six. Not like, that's what I'm saying. So that's not really gonna like. What's gonna decline with age? Like he's not gonna forget how to run routes. Like unless he gets dementia at age 32, then I'm not worried about <laughs> it. Like I, I love Antonio Brown dynasty wise. Man, you've almost convinced me to move him up to. 
the number two as well. He's like the safest draft pick every year for like five years in a row now. Yeah. So just keep going with it. Why not? If it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, he has uh, five. Oh, sorry. Just real quick, I'm Brown. Five straight years of a hundred plus catches and five straight years of twelve hundred plus yards. Come on, man. You can't That's beat Jerry that. Jerry Rice level. Exactly. Right there. I mean, and I bet you see five more years of it. Would not be surprised at all. Barring injury, for sure, is locked and loaded because this dude doesn't have any off the field problems. And knock on wood, so far, I mean, he's not had any big injury concerns. So I love Antonio Brown. Number four. So let's let's go on to number four. Who you got, Andrew? All right. Like I said, mine are tiered, and after those three is where I break my tier. Mm-hmm. I think that's not very debatable. I mean, they're the top three by far. But then at four, I have Mike Evans. Who you got, Andrew? At number four, I'm number curious. four, I have Michael Thomas at number yeah. four. Yeah, you do because you know I do. <laughs> <laughs> we agree on too much. On yeah. too much, uh, man. Maybe what, so. So why you like why you like Mike Evans over? First of all, who you got at number five, Andrew? Five is Mike Thomas. Okay, I, I figured. Why do you like Mike Evans over Mike Thomas? I can't, I can't really describe what it is. I mean, I just like the player more. Like when I watch him. Um, also, Michael Thomas is in a lot better offense. I mean, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, are going to take some volume away. Mike Evans is the guy on Tampa Bay. My gosh! See, I think, I think last year, I really, really believe we saw Michael Thomas's like floor, because like you said, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram had absolutely amazing seasons. Michael Thomas only caught five touchdowns all of last year. And I think that's an anomaly, and he still finishes the wide receiver eight. So I think that was his floor, and I think he's just going to go up from here. And I think he's just going to be a bigger and bigger part of that offense. And he's definitely going to catch more touchdowns than five. So if those touchdown numbers just go up to, you know, seven, eight, nine, then he's going to skyrocket up the rankings. I think he had 10 his rookie year, right? He did, yes. Yeah. I think that's closer to the norm for, for Michael yeah. Thomas. As, as a Saints fan, man, I can confidently say that we had just, like, too many rushing touchdowns last year. Like, it was crazy. And, it, and Drew suffered. Like, his passing touchdown numbers were down. Just the passing game in general was down. I think our running game will still be good. I just don't think we're going to – be that efficient with it, and you should see a little bit more, at least in the touchdowns. His catches and yards will probably remain about the same, but the touchdowns go up. He's he's right there at the top five. Yeah, like like you said with the rushing touchdowns, I mean, I watched a lot of Saints games this year, and there were so many rushing touchdowns of like 50-plus yards. Ingram I mean, had just, like four. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that you just can't expect that. Like, So I, I think – Michael Thomas is going to go up, and whenever you go up from the wide receiver eight, that's that's pretty good. I, I do I love like Mike that. Evans, though. I want to make that clear. Uh, is and the is only he your number five? He's actually – so he would be my number five if this was like, you know, I have to put my life on it. But for the sake of the show, I put somebody else at number five just to talk about him. Um, okay, who you got? Amari Cooper. Oh, Cooper's my six. So I like it. I like it. What you had to say about about that, Andrew? Are you a Cooper fan, or? Yeah, I'm definitely in on Cooper. It's funny because um, right before this, I recorded a podcast for my podcast, and we talked about Cooper. Um, 
I do believe he's going to be good. And he's the number one target now, without a doubt, now that Crabtree's gone, which I think will help him a lot and will really see him get more targets and really be the focal point of that offense. I mean, all they have is old trash running backs. So they're going to throw it, and it's going to be to Amari Cooper. Absolutely. Why you like Cooper at five, Jake? Well, just those first two seasons we saw, man, I feel like that's the norm. Um, and last year was just a, a terrible season for the Raiders all around. And John Gruden is not one of my favorite coaches, but I do think he knows how to utilize his best players. Um, and like Andrew just said, Crabtree is gone. Like the Wicked Witch is dead, and all the Cooper lovers can celebrate now because Jordy Nelson is washed, and they have nobody else on the roster. So he should get at least you know 150 targets. And if he gets that, he's going to be a top 10 receiver with top five upside for me. I totally agree with that. Like I said, I have Amari Cooper at, at six. And believe it or not, I actually have Mike Evans at seven. So that still leaves Who's my your number, number five, five open. I think you guys both oh, know who my number five know. is. I do. This is my boy. This is my boy. I've been on this train oh. for, a, for a while now. And I'm going to keep riding it. It's Devontae Adams. I love me some <laughs> Devontae Adams. I don't think – I mean, he hasn't really had – his breakout season, really, I don't, I don't believe. Because when Aaron Rodgers was healthy, I mean, Jordy was still elite, and he had Randall Cobb there. And then last year, he only played 14 games because of that, that cheap hit. And the, the concussion cost him to miss a, a few games. He still had 885 yards and 10 touchdowns with 74 receptions with Brett Hundley throwing him the football. Okay, this guy's been a wide receiver one the past couple of years. And I don't think he's even reaches reaches potential yet. So I'm all in on on Devontae Adams. And it might be a little hot having him all the way at number five, but I just want to make my my case. Like, if all these guys are available, I'm going to take Devontae Adams over Mike Evans in the dynasty startup. And I don't care. Like, it's fine. It might not be right. I might look back in three months and and feel stupid, but time being, I'm I'm going with my boy Devontae Adams. Yeah, I, I like him, dude. I got him at uh, seven, and I do think Jimmy Graham might hurt him a little bit in the red zone, but whatever he loses in the red zone, he's going to gain in targets and yardage by Jordy going away because he's going to – it's similar to Cooper. Like, he is absolutely now the number one guy for targets, and he should get more volume, and more volume is more points, especially when you got yeah. fucking Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball. So, he should be good. Yeah, you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league throwing you the ball. Um, their defense is absolute, absolute trash. They don't have a great – like, they don't want to run the ball a ton. And, I mean, I just – I love – they didn't go out and get a big-name wide receiver either. That was my one big concern with Devontae Adams. They just paid him a ton of money. He's going to be there for a while. I just – I think everything's just pointing up towards him. So, I'm either in for a big, ha-ha, I told you so, or damn. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think about Devontae Adams, Andrew? Oh, I've been waiting for this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's want, a Lions fan, really by the quick, way, so he hates the Packers. I want to hear where you think I have Devontae Adams before I tell you. I mean, you can't have him lower than 13 because he's been a wide receiver two the past, what, three years? Or a wide receiver one the past three years, so you can't have him any lower than that, can you? Um. Well, about that. I have him at 17. Oh, my God. I got to hear this one now. You got to tell me why. Just give me your train of thought. 
I need to mute myself and just scream real quick. Well, when I go down my list of everyone ahead of him and think, who would I, if somebody offered me straight up these guys, who would I take? And there's nobody above him besides it's close on the two guys ahead of him, Sammy and Jarvis, where I even consider taking Adams over them. Oh, my God. I'm oh the God. biggest Sammy fan in the world. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I am. And I think I would probably take Adams over him. Uh, oh, my God. I, got, I want to ask you something because I just made a trade for Devontae Adams. Um, pick a side on this trade, Devontae Adams or Doug Baldwin and Tevin Coleman. Baldwin and Coleman. <laughs> he hates Devontae Adams. Well, so I have Baldwin only three spots behind Adams. And then you oh get Tevin Coleman, God. too. Yeah, I, th- I guess I'm just a little bit higher on Adams, and obviously Andrew's even higher on Adams. So that's that's the good thing about Dynasty, man. Opinions can vary so it. greatly, man. I, it's, it is fun. Do you have any shares of Adams so I can go get them from you? <laughs> Not Please. at all, because I, all the leagues I, we're in together, I have Adams. That makes sense. That too, and that makes sense. <laughs> he's gonna. Everyone else loves him, so he's gonna go before these guys. I take over him. Okay, mm-hmm. see, so so not everyone loved him like a few months ago, but I, I was talking to Jake about this. I feel like the consensus on Adams is closer to where I – well, I know it's closer to where I have him ranked than to where you do. Um, I think his ADP is at wide receiver eight now. So That's gross. Only, if, only a few months ago, I mean, it was, it was down like around like 12. So it's climbing. And that was I still really, too early. And I don't want, <laughs> I don't want it to climb any higher. So I'll go through the wide receiver ADPs real quick. Um, number one is Hopkins. Actually, Hopkins and OBJ are tied. So they're literally 1A and 1B. And then number three is Antonio Brown. Number four is Mike Evans. And number five is, is Michael Thomas. Some guys that I really thought that would make this list that didn't. Um, Chris Carson. Like, I'm really surprised <laughs> he's not one of your guys' top five running backs because I could really see him being a – a top three running back this year for sure. What do you guys think about that? Uh, only, only if <laughs> CJ Procise breaks his ankle again. Price not a whole lot of money ankle. on it. <laughs> yeah. They're probably gonna draft somebody. Fuck Chris Carson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chris Carson is the goat. He's all right, all right. man. He's all right. So we have a little bit of time left here. So let's have a little bit of fun here at the end. We're gonna go through through some hot takes. So. Just something that might be a, a little bit out there for the 2018 season, but you feel really strongly about. I'm going to start with Jake. Give us one of your, your hot takes. Hmm. I'm going to say Stefan Diggs will be a top 10 receiver. I don't know if that's hot enough, but I think he's going to finish higher than Thielen, and I think he'll be top 10. I have him at nine, so I love that. Trying to see where I have Diggs. Wow. I have Diggs at 14. <laughs> What? I'm not a big hype train guy. Oh, I like Diggs I'm... before Cousins. The Cousins thing just put me over the ledge. Uh, I kind of had him around like 10 or 11 before, and now I think I got him at 8 or 9. Yeah, I'm driving the Diggs hype train. So, I'm, <laughs> I was I was way, way before. I thought I was going to make it through an entire episode without mentioning Stephon Diggs. But... I usually bring him up on the show, man. It's not even you. <laughs> it, I, it is. He, I really... Me and Jacob become a lot closer because of his Stephon Diggs love here <laughs> recently. I actually made a made a trade for Stephon Diggs 
the other night based on based on Jake's recommendation. Oh, you made that trade. So I did make that trade. Excellent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it out here. Diggs and Henry, right? So I got Stephon Diggs, Derrick Henry, this year's two oh four, this year's two ten, and then like some nineteen and twenties fourth and fifth round picks. Just you know, I like to throw those in there just in case. And I gave up Odell. What do you think about that, Andrew? How crazy am I, Andrew? What was it again? Sorry. You gave up. You got Diggs. You got Henry. 204. What were the picks? I got the 204 this year, the 210, and then like a bunch of random future fourth and fifth round picks. Um, I think I would take the Diggs and Henry side Ooh. and then immediately flip Diggs and Henry <laughs> for a bunch of more shit because – yeah, for a bunch of more shit. That's that's well, <laughs> I just think it would be like what I can flip Diggs and Henry for would make it worth it to sell Odell. I gotcha. Now, I if gotcha. I was taking all that and keeping it, I'd keep Odell. See, I needed some. I needed some depth. I was talking to Jake about it. Devonte Booker was actually my running back too in that league. So. I really needed another running back, <laughs> and I like that. I still have Tyreek. I got Tyreek and Diggs and Melvin Gordon and Derrick Henry, so I like my team a lot more overall, I think. But, yeah, I got a lot of flack for that. So I'm surprised that you guys didn't completely crucify me like everyone else did. I don't think it's that bad. I think it, com- it comes down to how you feel about Derrick Henry. Like, like it's really what makes the trade. If Derrick Henry is what I think he's going to be, then – in six months, you're going to look smart. If he's what a lot of Twitter thinks he's going to be and Deion Lewis has got the juice, then you might regret it. But kind of got to wait that one out. Yeah, I still believe in Henry for sure. So, Andrew, do you have any hot takes for us? Oh, yes. I brought this one up on when we recorded my iPod with you, Andrew. Uh, the NFC North will be the best division in football next year. Uh, aside from the Lions, right? Lions will still be good. <laughs> I can see it because the Bears are going to be a lot better. So, yeah. Yeah, I like be good. That. I think the NFC South is the best division in football, though. I may or may not be biased, but. See, I may or may not be biased in mine <laughs> as well. See, I may be biased if I would say the AFC North is going to be the best division because we all know that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to start worrying about the Browns as a Steelers fan now, and I don't. I don't think I like that. You don't need to start. You need to be worrying today. I'm more worried about the Browns than I am the Ravens or the Bengals at this point. Oh, my so. God. The Browns are way better than them, dude. The Browns are going to make the playoffs, man. That's my hot take. There's another one for you. They're going to make the playoffs. Wild card. Are, are they going to make the playoffs on the legs of Saquon Barkley? They're going to make the playoffs on the legs of their incredible offense. <laughs> so, my hot take, and then we'll wrap it up, I'm good. is – I'm Saquon good. Barkley is going to lead yeah. all running backs and scrimmage yards this year. Excuse me? Saquon Barkley will lead all running backs and yards from scrimmage this year. That's pretty hot without a landing spot. <laughs> that's that's real hot. Am I right? I just I just upped the game that's right flaming. now. <laughs> I'm going to say it for the third time, Saquon Barkley will lead all running backs and yards from scrimmage this year. Except for Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> Sorry. No, I'm going over Le'Veon Bell. No, I think it's it, going to be neck and neck, and I think Saquon's Saquon's got it. So if he goes to, let's say, I don't know, Denver, 
you think he's going to lead the NFL in scrimmage yards? No, there's no way he will. But I'm saying before okay. before the draft, I'm I'm throwing this hot take out. If he goes to Tampa okay. Bay, then maybe so. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm just being optimistic with it. Like if he goes somewhere like that, he's talented enough. I really, exactly. I really think really think he could. I mean, I Kareem Hunt so just many. led the league in rushing yards this year as a rookie, and I think Saquon's a, a better player than him. So, I mean, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott led the league in rushing yards his rookie year too, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't know if he's better than Zeke. We'll have to see. Have to see. Uh, I know he's hyped I, up to be better than Zeke, but we, we've hey, seen. I don't Zeke. think. I don't think he's better than Zeke. I'm I'm a Buckeye fan, so obviously I don't think he's better than Zeke. <laughs> Zeke is but, a monster. Oh my God, I love Zeke. Don't get me started on Zeke. How much I love Zeke and how much I hate Steph Curry are. Are pretty similar. <laughs> oh fuck, Steph Curry! <laughs> Thank you. We we can all three agree that Steph Curry is absolute trash, and we're gonna end it on that. Yes. Yeah, so just hit us up on Twitter at DF Dominators. Uh, be sure and leave us that five star review on iTunes, and I'm gonna let the, these guys give give their Twitter plugs as well. My Twitter handles at Wacky Pappy, so give me a follow. Go ahead, Andrew. Hit them with your Twitter at man. All right, you can go ahead and follow me over on Twitter at Kenny G Season, and that's S Z N. Don't spell it all the way out; you won't find me. Kenny G, I like it, and I'm at Dynasty Studs with a Z, man. Uh, we appreciate you coming on the show, Andrew. It was fun, man. Yeah, we'll yeah, have no, to... thanks for the opportunity. We'll have to have you on on again soon, man. It was great. Hey, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you again next time. Later. Later. <laughs>